BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod and a C. Hey! Hey! Cynthia's been going nonstop Fashion Week, her betting line, one bajillion things. You can hear it in her voice. Yes, I'm struggling a little bit today, you guys, but I'm here. I didn't want to miss the pod with my girl, Teddy, so bear with me. I will try to speak loud, but um, I am fighting a little bit of a cold. A little bit of a cold. Well, I'm fighting a little bit of just mental stuff right now. I I promise I will snap out of it after I kind of give you guys the update. And the only, I, I really was struggling this morning. Um, uh, I don't want to get emotional. So I'm trying to pull it together right now. Um, so I, as I mentioned, I, I don't know if I was on the pod with Tamara, if I was on the pod with Cynthia, but I mentioned that I had gotten another biopsy last week, but the doctor had said, oh, you know, I'm only biopsying this because it doesn't even look like anything, but just because I'm erring on the side of caution. So I really thought when I was leaving that I was like good to go. Like yesterday I went and did all the thing, you know, like I've just been living as if this was going to be nothing. I really, in my heart of hearts thought it was going to be nothing. It uh, it was going to be benign. Um, and then yesterday at like four o'clock, I saw I had a missed call and I'm like, oh no. And I saw it was my doctor's number and I like call back. I'm like, oh no. They normally text if it's good news and they call if it's bad news. And they called and said, um, uh, you ha- this one is melanoma in C2, which it's good news when it's in C2 because it means that it's on a, a high, we caught it early. But it does mean that I have to have another wide incision surgery. And the other part that makes me worried is that it means that all the spots that they thought were benign 
and never looked at may be something else because this one they thought was benign. So I go in next Wednesday for surgery and then they're going to do more biopsies of all the little spots um, on my shoulder to see um, just to make sure that those ones are okay. And I mean, I'm so grateful that they're catching things early, but um, you know, I think Cynthia, all of us know, regardless, like the reason I share this is one, get your skin checked, no matter what, we're not doctors. People ask me, what do the spots look like? We don't know, but I think no matter what it is that we are going through, like even I, I posted about it today and Drew made a comment. She just said, you know, thank you for being honest about feeling like sometimes life just feels like it keeps throwing you hits, like hit after hit after hit after hit, but you still have to persevere and you can still fight and we're still worth it. And I think that gets lost sometimes on this pod because, you know, we can be shady and listen, in three minutes from now, I will be, <laughs> but there is that you you have to turn yourself on we're here to entertain you guys we're not here so yes we want to help change you know i if one person got checked after listening to this pod i feel grateful but like you don't want to sit here and listen to our sob stories for the entire hour so it's like yes we want to give you the information but like no now we're gonna have to switch gears and talk a little shit and get into it but like Something that kind of hit me and and I know I'm talking a lot, Cynthia, and then I'll be, well, but like something that really resonated with me today is a lot of people commented. I think it might be some of the toxicity you have in your life in regards to talking about drama or being a part of the podcast and doing all these things. And like, I just also want people to hear the other side. Like, do you know how stressed I would be if I made zero money? Exactly. Exactly. Do you know how stressed I would be if I didn't have these relationships with people like Cynthia or Tamara or all the other women in my life that are, are fighters as well? And we work really hard to do this. So it doesn't matter whether we talk shit on a podcast. At the end of the day, like we're supporting our families and we're doing what we got to do. And I love it. And I appreciate the time that I get to share with you guys. Because at least for this, this four, I, I may be talking shade for 90% of it, but for this little bit of time, it does make it feel like it's all worth it because somebody is going to go to the doctor. Somebody is going to get checked. And these relationships to me with the listeners and with all, with, with Cynthia, with Tamara, with all of our guests, like it means something to me and I am grateful for it. So I just wanted to kind of start with that. Okay, can I just say something? I just want to say, Teddy, uh, first of all, we we love you, okay? We appreciate you sharing this journey because I've learned a lot about what you're going through just from you actually sharing this with the world. And we are praying for you and we are rooting for you, okay? I just recently had a women's health and wellness retreat in LA. And what you're talking about is exactly why I started this retreat. You know, we are boss women who work who need to work um who are surrounded by other other boss women who sometimes don't pour enough into themselves and take the time to focus and take care of themselves and you know it's so important to get checkups it's so important to to share information with other women and other people as things happen to us in our lives you're human you are human you're so strong you're one of the strongest women that i know and 
for anyone to say anything negative to you in this space that you're trying to share this journey in is just vile. Like, honestly, that's the only word, word that I can think of. So please continue to be positive and know that you are surrounded by a lot of love and we are rooting for you and you are going to get on the other side of this. Yeah. Thank you so much. And, yeah. you know, I'm just, I am so grateful that like, that we do have this outlet. Like, and, and, yeah, there is a lot of shade and there is those things, but we get to watch television shows and recap it as a job. <laughs> like that's, that's pretty We're cool. We're just commenting on what everybody else is choosing to put on TV. <laughs> like I feel, I'm like, you know, even when we say what we're exhausted for doing, I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted because I went to this festival for work and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm yeah. exhausted because I went to New York Fashion Week. Yes, it's all work for us, but like, yeah. it's also huge opportunities. And I want anybody listening to this to know, fight, try yeah. to get to all the things that you can do. Some of them aren't going to always feel the best. Like there are days that I finished work. I'm like, ugh, that didn't feel great. Or that yeah. felt amazing or whatever it may be. But like, in order to succeed, we have to fight. Absolutely. Stay in the fight. Stay in the fight because we're all worth it and you're not alone. It doesn't have to mean that you have a melanoma spot or you're going through a divorce or you have this or whatever it may be. As individuals, mm -hmm. like we are going to have highs and lows and that is just part of life. Amen. And it's how we handle it. And like, yeah, we're going to be emotional sometimes. We're going to be really fun sometimes. We're going to be hot messes sometimes. That's us, Amen. which leads me. Speaking of hot mess. <laughs> hot mess. Um, I'm a little upset because I saw on virtual reality <laughs> that you don't see a housewife's return in your life at this point. Like, this is your quote. Like, I just don't have anything else left to give you guys. Um, I disagree. I want you back. I don't appreciate that kind of negativity about you not having anything else to give. Okay. Um, you know, I always say, never say never. But honestly, Teddy, I can say not right now. I'm actually really happy. I'm really happy in the space that I'm in. You know, I get to pop in and out when I want to. I still get to see you guys all the time. Like I'm a lot of my friends, I have organic friendships with a lot of the housewives that are on and off the show. So I'm I'm really good now. I'm I'm having a good time just kind of, you know, focusing on myself right now and just having some privacy a little bit. You know, I have sneaking around on dates, not trying to get caught. Oh, <laughs> are you dating more in Atlanta or LA? Well, um or New York. I would say Atlanta, Atlanta right now. I mean, don't get confused. It's not a line around the door, okay? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of guys. Okay, that's it. In Atlanta. Um, LA, I did go on a date with someone a while back. Just wasn't any real chemistry. Super nice guy. You know, at this point, I'm looking for my person. I'm not going to settle. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not concerned with a serious relationship right now. I just want to date and I want to have fun. And if I meet my guy, I meet my guy. But I can say I'm having a hell of a lot of fun trying to find this person. I trying to find the right one. Well, I have a question. If you go on a date and you don't really feel like there's a chemistry, but he reached in for a kiss at the end, what would you do? Uh, I mean, it, I. it depends on how much I had to drink on the date. 
<laughs> it was a non-alcoholic day. They're not going to kiss. If some tequila was involved, they may get a kiss, but maybe not any tongue action. Maybe minimal tongue, just like a little lizard. Oh. A little bit of tongue. A little bit of tongue. <laughs> I, I remember, I mean, I still remember my first kiss. It was at the movie theater, which is such a weird place to kiss in high school. Like, why did we all go to the movie theater to make out? But I, it was dark in there and you didn't know the person that will yet probably. Yeah. Where, where are we going to go? Like, we didn't have a lot of choices back then. But I remember he had just had Reese's peanut butter cups. And so my first kiss of life, like with a, you know, not a parent, not a, a, my first like make out tongue kiss. It tasted like peanut butter and it's still ingrained in my mind to the end of time, this peanut butter kiss. So I'm very particular about a first kiss with somebody. And if it has any kind of taste or smell that isn't just copacetic. You were not the chocolate to his peanut butter. You guys didn't make a Reese's cup together. No, we did not. I was like, you should have chosen a different kid. Sour Patch Kids, I maybe could have rolled with. I know, I know. I hear you. I hear you. Look, I'm a kisser. I love it. There's nothing like a good kiss. And I actually believe that a bad kiss is almost a deal breaker for me. Like you're not yeah. getting to the next step if that kiss is not right. You like it starts with the kiss. It doesn't really go much further if I'm like, uh, you know. That's for me, it's kiss and eye contact. Yes, for sure. Like for before sure. the kiss, like leading up to like more intimacy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, like if you can't look at me and like be with me in this moment I, i'm not actually into it at all no you can't just roll up on us and just <laughs> put the tongue down our throat okay it has to be some good connection first um <laughs> i'm just saying but anyway. we're just we're just saying if you're not a good kisser need not apply we're not getting any uh anything else it doesn't yeah. you don't get what do they call it second base third first base i know but i feel like here's the thing it, it depends on the age generation when you, when i say the word hookup what does that mean to you uh, does that mean kiss or sex i kind of feel like it can mean both like if i'm hooking up i feel like a hookup could start off kind of casual like nothing's really going to happen but could still lead to something else you know the hookup can become more serious See, you make it uh, to me a hookup is making out but we just making had out, what is making out just like kissing and doing everything except yeah except sex. sex yeah that's hooking wait. up if but i'm having sex wait wait, wait 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 you're going too fast that include oral sex or just penetration sex oh to me penetration uh, to me uh, oral i don't even count as sex in general <laughs> that's side <laughs> no i i just would say that's a blow job i don't put the word sex to it it doesn't add to my number in any way shape or form hand jobs definitely don't count like that should not even be on the list i mean that's basically just a glorified massage in my opinion <laughs> and i don't think i ever gave one to fruition <laughs> yeah, we have to talk about this show okay Okay, fine. No, we're not going to talk about the show yet because something else happened while you were gone. Um, in regards, and listen, I'm getting heat for it, and it's not. This isn't me to like go out against your girl. I don't have this in okay. vendetta well, against Sutton. I smell. I was gonna say. I think I smell where this is going. Okay, go but ahead. But I have to ask you, as her friend. Yes. 
she constantly is putting out there that she is somebody that wants to support other women and she you know like all of these things but yet the first opportunity that she had to shade erica's show she did and did it tenfold mm. do you like check her afterwards or you just like let it slide well okay let me just say this uh i am sutton's friend i feel like sutton definitely you know, just is a fun personality. I think, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of her relationship with Erica. I don't know what all was filmed. I don't know, you know, what Erica said about her on the show. I don't know really honestly where they're at. We don't really talk about the show that much, to be honest. So I just kind of looked at it like, well, surely for her to say that something has happened between them. And, you know, what happens is, you know how it is when you're on the show, you throw it out there and then Erica will say something shady back about Sutton. It is what it is. I didn't think that um, I don't know their relationship to be, I don't know them to be friend friends where that's off limits at this point. Uh, as far as supporting women, um, you know, I, I support women. I can't, you know, I'm just me. I'm just me. I can't say every friend of mine that I have yeah. so, is me. So I think Sudden was just joking around and just, you know, took an opportunity to throw a little light shade and um i don't know would you say okay so let's let's put let's play devil's advocate okay oh boy here we go let's say that one of your seagram's escapes was in the was in the i'm already pissed off you're already pissed (laughs) it's in the wholesale bin at home goods for one dollar right right i feel the need to bring light to it Mm-hmm. and laugh about it at your expense. Yeah, I mean that I get it. I mean, of course we have feelings. My yeah, feelings. I think it's I think if she wanted to shade kind of any other area and listen, after she did that to Erica, I was pissed and I said, "Listen, when she's talk because I know those those lower ticket seats are like once they're at capacity, they have extra room and they just want everybody to be able to come in." I said, there's always been standing room available at the store. Right. Because that's like my like gut, like, right. but that, but, but my problem is if you are willing to dish it out, you have to be willing to take it. Absolutely. But I, I, I don't I, think she takes it. And that's my issue. Well, like, I, I'm sure Sutton knows that after saying what she has said, that a response is coming is on the way from Erica at some point. That's just how it works. You know, after being on Atlanta for 11 years, trust and believe, like I opened several businesses throughout while I was on the show and 90% of them were shaded in some way by a cast member. Like yeah. even from my first business, the Bailey Agency School of Fashion, I think Phaedra was the one at the reunion. She was, you know, making fun of it, like whatever. So I think when you're on a TV show and we talk about this all the time, Teddy, you know, it just... You just have to like, you know, expect some kind of shade or whatever. I don't know them to be super close at this time. So I'm just saying, hey, Sutton threw it out there. I'm sure there's going to be a response coming. And then Sutton can respond at that time. It just I is. think it were. I mean, Sutton needs to come on the pod because I had Erica on and asked about Sutton. And okay. she had a very diplomatic answer about Sutton and met her. Just she didn't really give us anything. Right. Right. And that was a couple weeks prior. And then that happened. I was like, and Erica gave me a lot in that interview. So for her to yeah, hold back. I saw that interview. I, I it, thought Erica did a great job in that interview. 
Yeah. So that th- those are just always the moments. I'm like, all right, if one person's not dishing and the other person's dishing, what's going on here? Are you pandering to Twitter? Which is always my issue because listen, well, maybe it's because I just can't pander to Twitter. I'm so far gone from Twitter. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I'm afraid of Twitter. <laughs> they, they hate me so much. I, I guess it's not even Twitter anymore. What is it? I don't even. I don't even want X. to go. I don't even want to go in there and check and see if they hate me. That's how afraid I am. I'm like, I just feel like let me just. I just stick to Instagram and call it a day. Well, um, let me tell you, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, you are also in a picture with oh, Jen. I did invite Sutton to come on the show. Um, oh, yeah. oh, how was her response? Well, uh, we shouldn't hold our breath at this time, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> to come. She didn't completely shut it down, but I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. But I'm still. So but we're she, not we're not all going to be painting each other's nails and braiding our hair and giving each other way. hand massages anytime not soon. Maybe in 2024. Because <laughs> 2023, probably not. But I did ask, as I was told to do, and I will continue to circle back and I'll keep you posted. You know what? Every once in a while, I just I'll send a little text. Ready to come on? Stay on her ass about this. We're gonna oh, stay. Does, you know what? Here's the thing about me. I am relentless. Like yeah. people, people don't even respond to me. I'm like, I'll just delete that text, pretend to never have, and keep going. Hey, just checking in. <laughs> come on, the pod and hash it out. <laughs> Gentle nudge, me again. <laughs> it's your bestie. Um, best for the resty. <laughs> I also saw that you were in a photo with Jen Aiden, Teresa, Dorinda, Luann, Ashley Darby, and mm-hmm. Dolores at your betting line event, which yeah. amazing. And where do people find the betting? What do they do? Well, for now they can go to my IG. It's okay. My, the link is in my bio and they can, you know, access the website from there. I don't know how to set it up on Shopify yet. <laughs> don't touch me when I get off with you. That is one of the things that I need to do today. I have to have somebody walk me through it. And uh, my system was supposed to come in today, but she's still on her uh, birthday vacation. She's coming back tomorrow. So I'm still getting it together, but we did put it out there. The launch was incredible. I was so excited, you know, for the ladies to come and support me. And uh, they did. We had, we had a great time. Carson was there. Carson. Oh, how's Carson? Great. He's great. I didn't get a chance to really talk to him. I was saying, you know, we have to like go to dinner, but I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, I get, I see, I feel like I see you all the time because of the pod, but um, yeah, it was good to see everybody. And it was, I'm really um, excited about doing this venture with Sutton. I love the idea of like, you know, having these um, sustainable products that we're, we're bringing to the forefront where, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, when you have these, like, say, like right now I'm starting with bedding. I want to get into like have robes and just uh, like anything that's yeah. out there that people are not selling or returning and relabeling the stuff and reselling it again, because otherwise it ends up in landfills and all this stuff and just yeah. the environment. It's just, it's, it's a problem. So, um, and it's I, really I, such a smart idea. Yes. Oh my God. It's amazing. And if I'm going to be in this space, I think this is a way to do it where, you know, you can do the little bit you can do to just help save the earth. So. Well, and I also think about that saying, which I think about often is like one man's trash is another man's treasure. It is the truth. It is. Because... Like and I, when I, how many have... times do we have something and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm never going to wear this again, blah, blah. And then you hit, give it to your friends. They're like, that is the most beautiful dress I've ever seen. I want it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, 
Uh, okay. But anyways, they're moving us right along, right into wanting to know about Kim Zolciak. Okay. She is set to join the eighth season of MTV's The Surreal Life. Right. I've read that. Yep. Other cast includes Macy Gray, Chet Hanks, and Johnny Weir. Uh, the Surreal Life is a real-world type show that puts celebrities together in a house and given group activities to accomplish things together. Okay, knowing that Kim never even really went on cast trips, how do you think she's going to do locked up in a house with these other women, other people? It's not even women. Well, people. first of all, hopefully there won't be a cast trip, so they'll just take that out of the equation. They'll just get to hang out in the house. I don't know how it works, but I will say, um, you know, Kim needs to get back to work. Like, you know, all her, you know, businesses have been out there. Um, you know, she's obviously going through a divorce. She's obviously going through some financial issues and stuff like that. I've been down that road, divorce and financial issues, <laughs> some at the same time. So I completely relate to what's happening. Jinx. So I'm glad, <laughs> you know, so I'm really glad to see her just getting back on TV and uh, just putting herself back out there. It's, it's not fun to watch people go through that stuff. At the end of the day, regardless of, you know, what's happening with her she's great tv she's great tv and i think she's perfect for a show like this oh perfect all right well then i'm gonna need to tune in um yeah. let's take a little break and then we're gonna come back and talk all things orange county across america bp supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable and with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Real Housewives of Orange County. Best moments from you guys. The first one is Jen asked if she can hear what's in the vault in regards to Shannon. She said, Shannon says that when she and John first got together, they spent every day together, but now there's always an excuse. John continuously walks out on arguments. Okay. Do you feel like Shannon's being fully transparent now or is there more in the vault? No, I do not feel like Shannon is being fully transparent. I think she's breadcrumbing us the whole way here. Get a little bit more information every episode about what's going on in that relationship. I mean, uh, she she barely even gave us any spare change from the bottom of her purse. Like, I was like, John leaves after they argue? No shit. Okay, uh, let's talk about the vault. I think there needs to be an episode where the girls go in and just clean out this damn vault already. I want to know what's in there, and I want it out on the show. I am so sick of hearing about it. How do you have a whole reality show and everything gets to stay in the vault? Like, wh- how does that happen? <laughs> that is- also, I want to have a vault. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's respected my vault ever. It's never. Like, I think the vault should not be a thing. I think if you, your butt is on a reality show, it can't. There, the vault. The vault has to go away. And John, just really quickly about John. So Noelle is like studying to be, Noelle, my daughter, is studying, studying to be a therapist, right? So she's always telling me about all these different things and what they mean, right? So I was just thinking about John, uh, and not that I'm a therapist, but, you know, Noelle was in training to be one, but she was saying how she was dating this guy that had an avoidant uh, attachment style, which means oh. they're just not comfortable, like talking about their feelings and whatever, whatever. So I was like, maybe, just maybe this is what's happening with but John, maybe he just doesn't want to show his emotions and feelings. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out, which is why, Shannon, you got to give us a little bit more to work with. I cannot have my child try to diagnose, help me diagnose what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm, re- I, so whenever this is going to sound very healthy, but whenever I'm really stressed, yeah. I like to watch uh, murder shows. So. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you have to watch. It's on Paramount Plus. Yes, I splurged an additional $5.99 a month for another streaming network. (laughs) Just hand over my money. Make it a rain over to Paramount Plus to watch the Fatal Attraction television show remake. Oh my God. I am so on it like a pig as soon as I get done with this it's so good so it's gonna make me overuse words like you know like our favorite word gaslight or like narcissism or any of these types of things but as I was watching it you can see there are from fatal attraction the scripted television series told me (laughs) is that when you have a narcissistic parent you crave that like love and attention from the person that you end up with. Yes. Yes. So now I want to like go back and research Shannon's family. <laughs> like I need to know every crumb of her parents like this. I'm like, what? Because there, there is you, you watch people's picker and if they keep picking the same, then you're like, is it your upbringing right, or right, is it right. just your choice? 
or either way. I agree. I agree with your daughter. There's a lot to really break down here, which I think we'll get more into it once we get into like the bathing suit aspect of what Shannon was going through on this trip they go on. Um, But then this part, Shannon asked Tamara if it is okay to use her daughter's purse. Tamara says as long as it's not like Jen's fake Chanel purse. Tamara says that Jen was a yoga mom and now all of a sudden she is covered in fake designer clothes. Do you care either way? Like, have you ever bought a knockoff product? Do you judge people that do? I mean, I truly can't tell if something's from Amazon or Target, let alone fake Chanel. So I don't know. The only way I will have a Birkin bag is this is if it's a fake one, because I'm never going to pay the money that it costs to get a real one. But would you actually carry the fake one? 100%. Absolutely. I I can give you one of those. I know right where to get them. Yeah. Hook me up. Well, you know, when I lived in New York, um, you know, we, on Canal Canal Street, Street. they had all the fake stuff. And look, you got to start somewhere. If you can't afford the real stuff, you start with the fake stuff until you can afford the real stuff. And then if it's a good fake, you can kind of mix it all up. You know, don't just, I, you know, I would give my like fake stuff to like my mom, whatever, after I yeah. was able to afford the good stuff, but don't sleep on a good fake. Do not. Good question. Good- would you admit? So for example, like the other day I went out to like this tea party event. I wore I like an, a fairly expensive dress, a nice bag, and my shoes were Amazon Bottega Veneta dupes. I linked my shoes because they were $25, but I made it clear mm-hmm. I'm not trying to pretend these are the real deal. Right. Do you think that when somebody wears fake, they need to do that? Or is this just my own? Like, I'm the same way about like having my necklace. Like, I'm like, I have to give people all the information because I don't want to feel like I'm a fraud. I think if you're on a TV show where you have shady bitches that are going to actually analyze, (laughs) I think you might want to come in with that. I think if you're going to, wait a minute, let me say it again. If you're on a TV (laughs) show where you have shady bitches analyzing everything that you're wearing, I think you might want to come in with that disclaimer already. Like, look, I know the sweatshirt is fat. I mean, you need to come in up, just come in out the gate and own it. I know my sweatshirt is fake, but hey, I'm loving it. It's mine. It's cute. I can afford the real, but here's the thing, you know, you can, some people can afford the real stuff. There's a lot of people out here wearing fake stuff who are rich people and we would never question them because they can actually afford it. Yeah. But like I buy fake cheap. I don't know if they're fake dupes. It's different. The dupes do not. There's a, there's a difference between dupes and fake. Like my, I don't wear anything with logos. Like, this is not fake because it has an actual logo. But right. if something has the same aesthetic and I can find it on Amazon for cheaper and it's a sandal that I'm going to get wet and ruined for yeah. damn sure, I'm happy to wear it. Uh, I but agree. if I it agree. has a logo, that's kind of where I'm like, I don't need to necessarily wear the logo. That's I'm true. cool to just. That's true. If, if it has the logo, I think you have to stand on it a little stronger because you know those Hermes sandals that everybody wears, the little flat ones with like the little H. With the H? Yeah, that always falls I off. I have the Steve Madden version of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell the damn difference. Mm. I cannot tell the difference. No one's ever questioning the, No one's ever questioned them. No one's ever asked me about those. So I will just keep wearing those until somebody calls me out on those. But they don't have the logo on them. But they look exactly. That's what I think. That's I think the general rule. But if you're wearing head to toe logos, 
That's where it gets a little iffy for me. Yeah. Head to toe logos. If the logos are fake and they don't match up, like I notice it now because after like the Balenciaga scandal, then I started noticing when people were in fake. Uh, I didn't actually notice bloggers would post it and then I would see it and I'd be like, Oh, who would know? Um, But it, it is, I feel like it's foreshadowing to something else. Yeah. Just like that. There's not full transparency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but who on Atlanta wore fake and who wore real oh I okay I don't know I don't know I don't know I know that you just um, dodged another question Cynthia no, no, because I, I mean again I don't know the difference I just know <laughs> I don't think everybody <laughs> came on the show being able to afford I just know that everyone that was on the show probably didn't come on being able to afford everything they were rocking so I'm just owning my shit I know yeah. <laughs> that I am the knockoff queen. Uh, thank God. I think I can pull most things off. I kind of stay in a safe fashion lane. Just keep it to the basics. I wear a lot of black. It's hard to clock black. It's hard it, to clock that's black. That's true. <laughs> Hello. Stay away from big logos. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Black. All right. But then, and you know, the editing is always so shady because they show Jen and with like some cape on. Was it uh, Balenciaga? Bob oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my but God. But with like a turtleneck that's also matching underneath and like 42 other things. Like also, I, I don't know, but I just feel like there's something. I, I don't know. I feel like you have to take the piss out of yourself at some point. I don't know if that's like a British saying or whatever, but like you have to be like. How cute is this? Knock off. Like you have if you're gonna go for it, you have to go for it. But own it, own it, own it. Um, but I do need to know before they go on this trip, it didn't go unnoticed to me that Tamara picked the best body type for her fake swimsuit. (laughs) Like she was ripped in her swimsuit, like the ones with all the hair and the tits and the body. I was like, Tam, you picked yourself a good one. Listen, Tam's not a slow bird, okay? She definitely, this is not her first rodeo. I think when those when those swimsuits were presented, <laughs> I'm sure her eye went right to the best one, okay? <laughs> Tamra is not a fool, okay? She's not. She's, She's quick. Like, well, she just posted a picture. When you first start to like scroll yeah. on Instagram, I was like, damn, Tam's ripped. I'm like, oh, that's fucking baby. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not surprised that Tamara didn't go for the one with the hairy chest. (laughs) But I wanted to like tap the link to shop on that one because I was like, she got a six pack. Um, Okay, so they're on the trip. Vicky knocks on the door and surprises Tamara and Shannon. Shannon says having the Trace Amigas back together is everything. Then Gina calls them the Trace Abuelas, which is grandmas. (laughs) Um. I have to say, if I opened the door and Vicky screamed like that, I would have peed myself too. <laughs> I know. Didn't someone pee themselves too? <laughs> yeah, Tamara. A little pee come out, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that was. <laughs> I was like, shit. I'm not even there. And I felt like I, my pits got sweaty. <laughs> Hilarious. I think Vicky was a nice, if anything, you know, first of all, Vicky is a good time. And she's always like, you know, she's always seems like a fun one to throw it, throw in um, on a girl's trip and a nice distraction for, I would say, I don't know how happy I was, but I know Heather was probably very happy. that Vicky showed up. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, 
it was a fun distraction away from her because you know they've just been on her i didn't even think about that i'm sure heather was like thank you thank thank you victoria give me a break come in and stir some shit and try to get your freaking orange back no, Heather probably flew her in on her private plane without <laughs> selling a house. Are you kidding? She just hung from like for the propeller, like on the side. Like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, uh, I love Vicky, but I'm sure Heather is loving her even more than I am at this point, just for showing up and distracting, you know, taking the heat off of her a little bit because they are just on this Heather. Well, speaking of Heather. Yes. Earlier in the day, Heather said that Emily looked like a snuffleupagus in a good way. Okay, just just to be clear, because I I had to I got platypus and snuffleupagus confused, so I had to do some snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Oh, oh, snuffleupagus. 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 Yes. Snuffleupagus. Okay. It's a hairy elephant yes. where a platypus is like those long, like my nails, like after I bite them, they look yeah. like platypuses sometimes because they okay. like. Got it. Um, So I had to Google. I also had to ask my child. I Googled girl. it too. I Googled yeah. it too just so I could just know exactly uh, what it looked like because they said it was like a big hairy uh, thing. Uh, elephant. Elephant. Yeah. It's, from, it's from Sesame Street. Yes. Yes. It's a muck. Uh, essentially you i necessarily i probably don't necessarily want to be compared to any of the muppets like one of my best friends like her husband we whenever he's in a bad mood we call him kermit and like he always gets pissed (laughs) i know but he's always like i don't want to be kermit (laughs) i'm like well then don't be so grouchy well i will what i did notice in my google research is that the snuffleupagus is (laughs) I'm still saying it wrong, but the, the snuff, the, the snuff, the snuff guy, the snuff muffet, is by far the most unattractive one in the in the bunch for sure. Like, well, he's a big hairy elephant. Yeah, so there's no way, even as a joke at this point, that you could that it be a compliment. <laughs> I mean, how would you react to be calling to be called a snuffleupagus? Not well. Not well at all. But even when you see Emily try to like have that conversation later, Heather's like, I thought you look at this thing and like you can't say, well, it has a long thing, but it has cute eyes. Oh, what has this, but has nice hair. There's nothing about this character that is attractive. Like if you want to compare me to like a golden retriever great like they're so sweet and loving and kind granted most people wouldn't they'd be like she's like a chihuahua (laughs) i'm a part of the bird family i know i look like an ostrich you know what i mean i know that i own that but don't try to give me another animal that i'm not don't Uh, call me big bird exactly (laughs) you know what but it's still in the bird family don't just try to go over to the like the seals and the warrants and stuff like that because that's not my I know my family, so. Well, you're lucky to be tall. I'm more squished into the smaller, <laughs> shorter, <laughs> more annoying insect <laughs> family group. Um, but I, I feel like Emily like gave it. She let her have it, like cat. Like she just let her. Like okay, yeah. You're not going to take any accountability for this, so we're just going to keep it moving. 
Um, but then, then we get to what was that lunch or dinner where they do the like truth or dare? That was dinner. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was dinner. dinner. Um, so they do truth or dare, and Vicky tells Jen that they so. Jen draws Vicky or whatever happens, and she says, uh, truth or dare. And Vicky true chooses truth. And then Jen goes, Oh, shoot. Well, then somebody else should ask because I don't know you that well. Right. Which I thought was a normal way to handle it. Yeah. But then Vicky chose this moment to go over to freaking Trader Joe's and grab her orange, <laughs> rip it out of the thing put it on the scale and pay for it she's like listen evolution i can still stir it i still gotta stir it whether i know it or not and she says with her 59 cent orange that she's put in her pocket that she's just purchased you know i've gone through a situation where i love a man who may not be the right man or love me back or be the right person. And so have you. How is this truth or dare? I don't want to play this game. Like, listen, let me tell you something. I think Vicky actually meant well, and it was a moment. You know, you have to grab your Please, she did not mean well. No, 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 no. I do think she, because it's true. She has, you know, she could relate to the situation. (laughs) True, that's true. The problem is, she doesn't know Ryan or the situation. <laughs> so clear. How are you speaking on something that you have no knowledge of? <laughs> secondhand knowledge at best, which we all figured out. It's not easy to figure out. came from Tamara. <laughs> have this moment with this woman. It's like me picking up my phone and calling <laughs> Jen and saying, hey, you know, because I've been doing some shit too. Hey, you know, you don't really know me, but I do a podcast with Teddy Mellencamp. <laughs> talk about you all the time I just felt like I needed to pick up the phone and call you and tell you that you know I've also been in similar situations and I'm just gonna I'm here to just break your whole little situation down like that is crazy like I actually had more right to call this woman who I've never met Jen and talk to them talk to her I actually had more right to call Jen than Vicky did to bring it up at the truth of the at least we're publicly talking about it. We're not hiding our shit. At least I feel like I know Ryan. I've never met him, but I feel like I talk about his jackets. Like, I feel like I know him. Vicky wouldn't be able to pick this guy out of a lineup. <laughs> I'm more invested. So how the hell is Vicky going to go and bring this up again? Uh, well, uh, well, how the hell is Vicky going to come? Show up to the trip that she, you know, whoever invited her to. <laughs> Tamara, it's Tamara's trip, of course it okay, is. Okay, Tamara invited her. Okay. <laughs> and take this moment, this fun moment. Like, how do we go from licking nipples <laughs> to, now we're back to Jen and Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> then it, it really escalates from here in a shocking turn of events. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Oh gosh, I haven't snorted ever on the pod. That's when I like really. I, I can't. Oh, you're crying. You're literally crying. Like I've now I've cried twice on the pod. Now people are going to come for me. Cry, baby. All the things. Um, but then it's like you start to see like everyone's rage is forming. Like it's- Victoria has brought the rage. Um, but then also the best is like, they pan to the confessional where Vicky's like, yeah, obviously it starts with a T and ends with an Amra told me or whatever the hell she said. <laughs> and, and then Tam was like, yeah, hey. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this an orange in my hand? Anyways. <laughs> Anybody wants some vitamin D? Delicious. <laughs> okay. Then we get to, um, oh gosh, this this is where things, okay. Also, we, we do need to take note that they tried to burn down the hotel. Oh, and then nice. <laughs> Taylor had to put the candle in the champagne ice and then yeah. take all the candle wax. Like, all this is happening post. Yeah. Shit's going down. I'm like, what, what the hell am I watching here? But somehow Taylor's keeping it together. But then the next day, apparently because Taylor was on her, like, she wasn't a post-Craig's night. She's able to retain information <laughs> on this current time. She shares that Shannon got very emotional the night before mm-hmm. because she is insecure of her body. 
Uh, Shannon thinks that she will be left out of the group if she can't wear a swimsuit. Mm -hmm. Shannon thinks she will be more objectified for putting on weight because she used to be very thin. Emily thinks that John is very critical of her. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think that Shannon has the same insecurities that most people have? Or do you think that John amplifies those insecurities the way he's like rumored to speak off camera? I think us as women, we all have insecurities. Most of us have insecurities when it comes to our body. You know, a lot of us go up and down on our weight. And obviously everyone feels a little more secure when they are at a weight that they want to be at. So that's like nothing, um, you know, that that's that's all of us, you know, Shannon's yeah. exclusive and in, in feeling that. But in terms of how John makes her feel, I don't really know what he said off camera. I don't know if he said something that's in the vault or whatever. But um, yeah. I just know just watching, <laughs> watching Shannon. Sorry, delayed laugh there for me. I don't know why it took me a second. Because I was like, I don't know what he said. I'm like, maybe it's in the vault. I don't know. But from what I can tell, just from how Shannon is, I definitely, for me, it's always Shannon just, any mention of his name, just feeling this anxiety and this un- just uncomfortable. It, th- this relationship just makes me, I just haven't gotten comfortable with them yet because they haven't allowed me to be comfortable with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like anytime his name comes up, it just ends up like, where's the exit? And uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, has he, has he said something about her weight? I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. And I, I'm somebody who has gone up in weight and down in weight my entire life and struggled with kind of figuring out where I'm the most comfortable. And like, I would be bold faced lying to you if I said that um, I didn't care what people said about my weight, whether it's I'm too skinny or I'm too big or I'm too this, or I'm too that. All of it weighs into it. And I don't know if it's like about like the time in which we, where I kind of grew up, where people were more comfortable to say things. Yeah. Um. So I grew up in a, you know, I grew up in a sport where you needed to be a certain aesthetic, riding right. horses and you're wearing these skin tight tan britches. And anytime I would gain a couple ounces, people would comment. And so like, I understand all of those insecurities and something I learned when I went on Beverly Hills that I would always say to the women was like, we would, we would go to a, a, a water feature and mm-hmm. nobody would get in or nobody would do anything. And I'm like, this was off camera stuff, but I would say like, guys, none of us feel good a hundred percent right now in our bodies, none of us, but we're all humans and we have to get in the water. It makes right. absolutely no sense for seven of us or 10 of us to sit here covered up on these chairs fighting like we have to live a little right right um so i think that that is there is a message all of us no matter how amazing that other people may think that we look or how you know the terrible things we may hear people say about us like we all have those things but emily did say in her confessional that john called Shannon fat um, I don't like that and I don't like that either and if Edwin called me that especially with all my past struggles I would really have a hard time probably being in a bathing suit around him too yeah even if I was fat and any of my exes called me fat it would be an issue for me you know what I'm yeah. saying like, like that is that's just not nice that's not yeah. nice 
like we know, like I, I gained a lot of weight over the pandemic, like most of, like everyone else. Yeah. And I finally, I'm at a weight, I, you know, I'd like to, you know, have a little wiggle room and lose maybe, maybe yeah. five more pounds, but I'm finally at a weight where I still have my curves, but I'm at a comfortable weight where I feel good in my clothes. I feel good, you know, the way I look in real life and on TV as well, because, you know, a lot of this is, you know, for us, you know, in our regular lives is one thing, but on TV, you know, we're just whole, we're just, you know, on TV, we're, we're just like dartboards. Like, <laughs> like, oh, is that a double chin? I see. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I still don't like to turn profile. <laughs> you know? I see it. I know it's going to be. That's what, I mean, that's why I got mine cut off. <laughs> well, I need your doctor because I'm like, I've lost weight, but I'm like, it's still trying to hang in there a little it's bit. It's the muscle. I know. So, well, that it's, we got to talk about that. But, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, I understand that insecurity and us being on TV kind of makes it worse because we, you know, in real life, people don't get to get picked up if they are up or down. Yeah. And we do. And we both we all go up and down with our with we our all go up and down and here's the thing shannon if you're with your person they're gonna love you through it and try to bring you to be your best self exactly. what and not weight wise but like to feeling your best and making you feel sexy and making you feel beautiful and and you are you are those things but if you don't believe it it doesn't matter what anybody else says that's true it definitely starts. like and I think we all have our own insecurities. Weirdly, I'm more comfortable like in a bathing suit than I am in like certain, like I a pair of jeans, you've never seen a more uncomfortable human. Like I have sensory issues. So, so like jeans, oh my uh, God. No, I cannot. Like it really, I, I feel like I look like SpongeBob SquarePants. I have so many issues in jeans. Like you very rarely do you see me in jeans. It's yeah. like, it's a weird thing. And my pose like this. My yeah. teapot pose yeah. is because from so many years of having like a super heavy arm mm -hmm. that I learned if I posed like this, that it looked thinner. And now I can't stop. I've been doing it since I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like no. it's just they're ingrained. These are certain things, you know, but. You know, I think over the past couple of years, my back has gotten wider. I feel like I'm a little broader than I used to be. Like, I'm like, when did I become I'm like? When it becomes so broad, and I feel like my neck has actually gotten suspiciously shorter as well as time. Well, they call it tech neck. Tech neck. Oh, and I am low key starting to get that little neck hump. I know, me too. I, I noticed it. I ordered a pillow off of Instagram. I, it doesn't. I tried it. It doesn't work. No, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Your seventeen ninety nine <laughs> just went to shit. Um, <laughs> but then we get into to kind of close out this episode is Alex, a girl who previously dated Ryan, told Jen that Tamara reached out to her and told her to send her everything. Tamara says Alex and Ryan have been hooking up for a year during Jen and Ryan's relationship. Jen says it was once and they were on a break. And then Ryan sent Alex a text message while he and Jen were together saying, I want to see you naked in bed. And then Jen says she knows she's seen it. Uh, she says she forgave Ryan because she loves him. Tamara tells Jen she left for a player and she wasn't the only girl Ryan slept with at this point. Okay. That's a lot to unpack in one situation. What we've learned is ain't no one being honest in this situation. I mean, yes, Tamara is calling out the facts. I don't know if it's necessary at this point. Mm -hmm. Like we already all have enough doubt in Ryan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
but this is the first time we catch Jan in an actual lie. Oh, okay. Now, what was so breaking? Because she had always said that we were on a break. Yes, we were on a break. But then at this point, we hear that Ryan sent Alex a text message while he and Jen were together saying, I want to see you naked in bed. And she says, I know I've seen it, which means if you're together in bed, I mean, if you're together and someone sends another message, I want to see you naked in bed. Yes. Whether you're split up or not, you're not a hundred. I don't believe in breaks, but if you're on a break, you ain't laying together. Right. Or you're not at a concert together. I, at least for me. Exactly. Yep. I agree. This is where I'm at with this whole thing with Jen and Ryan. I'm done. Okay. We have, (laughs) I am, I want, all I want in life is for Jen and Ryan to get married. And I just want to watch this thing play out because at this point, she has seen text. She has been forewarned. Um, She has seen text. She's been forewarned about him. Uh, everybody seemed, everybody on the planet seemed to think he's a player uh, of whatever. And she wants to be with him. She's in love with him. And I- But also, we've, we've so now heard rumors, which allegedly, allegedly, she stepped out on her marriage too. Maybe they both just want to freaking go for it. Maybe they're both two hornballs that just want to have fun and they don't give two more power to them. Get it in all you want. Listen, Wear a condom. This relationship no longer has to make sense for me. I have unpacked it. I've packed it back up. I've unpacked it again. <laughs> I am exhausted. All right. I'm here for Jen and Ryan. I, I'm here for Jen and Ryan. I actually at, at this point wedding. I want them to go through with this. And if it ends up in divorce, it just ends up in divorce. At this point, I'm actually We've all gotten them. You've up. had two. I've had one. Tamara's had two. I think. I don't know. Go through it. Everybody's had divorces. Let Jen ride this train all the way to the last stop. Just let nope. them live and, and ride it out. That's know what this I'm kind of feels like. You know when you stay at like a Holiday Inn or like a Best Western and you've been there over the amount of nights of the underwear that you've packed? Yeah. So then on the last night, you got to get the underwear out and wash them in the yeah, sink. Wash them in the sink, yeah. <laughs> that's what this shit feels like i'm like i'm done i i i i i I can't like talk to me after the reunion i also i feel like at this point we need to see ryan ryan this is our formal invitation to invite (laughs) you on the pod and if you and also not only did you not send us a jacket after our last thing which and we we were very clear about that that request okay yeah we didn't we didn't like play it cool throw it out there. we weren't we like being players we were straight out we want yes. a jacket and now we want you on the pod because i need to see if you're actually funny yes if, if i like you i think he is come on all Ryan. right come and hang out with us on the pod all right, Ryan, come on on. Let's gr- we'll grill the shit out of you and see how you handle it. <laughs> put this, we'll put this whole thing to rest. You come on the pod. We will have nothing else to say about you after we unpack everything properly. We'll Until be- next season. <laughs> <laughs> or the reunion. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Two Teas in a Pod. We really appreciate you guys. Cynthia, 
I mean, I love you so much. I have so much fun with you. And you gave me my official first snort of the pod. And I am forever grateful. Yeah, I'm in Teddy snort. Well, I'm glad <laughs> I know you're going through a lot, Teddy. And I'm so glad that I can make you laugh until tears came down your face today. Oh. I, I have to be honest, when we got on and your voice was hoarse, I was like, oh, no, she better bring it right now because I am in no mental capacity to freaking take this on my own you're like i'm not doing any heavy lifting today (laughs) like i'm gonna throw out a couple softballs and that's what i got to give today and then you came in and you're like you're like hold on i'm babe ruth i got your back baby (laughs) i got your back i got your back when when i already knew you needed me to step up today and i was happy to step up to the plate boys oh i love you teddy miller love you thank you so much sister i'm praying for you you are good Please keep me posted, okay? I will. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 